Santos's kick is lined up. That kick is good. He got it. Kevin Coleman is the running back. Now Ryan will throw. It's intercepted. This can be returned for two. This can be points for Kansas City. It would give Kansas City the lead. It's Eric Berry. 40, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. It is a two-point conversion the other way for Kansas City. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? Thanks for joining us. You're listening to the Our Heads Abroad podcast, the official Kansas City Chiefs podcast for the UK and Ireland. Don't forget, you can download the show on both SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search for the Our Heads Abroad name. I'm your host, Brad Simcox, and joining me as usual is Tom Charles and Dave Barnett. Now, this week is a special show as it's the Our Heads Abroad annual awards show. And I'm told this is actually the fourth year that Our Heads Abroad has done these awards um, but it's the first time we've actually done this, announcing the winners on the podcast. So, um, yeah, so I've got Tom and Dave to help me announce these winners. So are we going to get straight into it, lads? I think so, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> are we all awake? Are we ready? No, no, definitely not. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm definitely not ready. Um, yeah, the, basically we've got various categories that everybody's been voting on. Um, so thank you to everybody who's who's taken time out to vote on the Our Heads Abroad website. Um, this is everybody in the UK and Ireland who has voted for their either their favourite players or favourite moments from 2016. So uh, I'm, I'm quite excited, actually, because I'm, I'm looking forward to finding out who, who a lot of these um, awards are going to. So let's have a look. So are you starting off with the first one, Tom? I certainly yes. am. Yes. What's the first um, category, mate? Well, it makes sense. The first category should be given to a to go to a first year player. So the first category we're going for is rookie of the year, and the nominees are. I've been practicing. Yeah, gold envelope moment. Yeah, Tyreek Hill, Chris Jones, and Eric Murray. Drum roll, please. <laughs> do we have a drum? No, I don't think we do. No. We, I can bang we can, on the we can put a drum. We can put a drum sound in, surely. <laughs> I can maybe. Davis, your job. Uh, yeah. Seems like a lot <laughs> of Rookie effort. of the year is. <laughs> Anyways, the rookie of the year is. Opens envelope. Tyreek Hill. Wow. Wow. Well, that's, that's, that's a shock. Shot, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I never saw that coming. <laughs> Tyreek Hill. I mean, that's that's a fair one, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> we can't, we can't yeah, argue. There was that. only one player that came within a tiny little bit, and that was Chris Jones. So yeah, yeah. No, well, to put this no to put this here. into perspective, to put this into perspective with the awards, the order responses we had, Tyreek Hill took ninety three point two percent of the vote. Really? What was yeah. it? Chris Jones got the other six point eight. Chris Chris Jones got the other six point eight. Yeah. Eric Murray, who's a who's had a very good year for special teams, especially he didn't get a single vote. No way. So the, pretty much the whole Was of the Chiefs the kingdom three? agreed. The rookies, who else could you have thrown in? Um, well, Daddy Nicholas blew his <laughs> exactly. knee out in the last week of the season. Um, exactly. It, hey, what about Kevin Hogan though? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, he did well for the Browns. Yeah, for like that Kevin half Hogan. of the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so obviously the the easiest award of the night we got over and done with Rookie of the Year, Tyreek Hill. Very good. Shock horror. Well, yeah, that, it, it's, like I said, I don't think we're shocked by that. He's, he's had an amazing season, hasn't he? Yeah, amazing. Season. Pretty good. Well deserved. Well deserved. Tyreek. Yeah, well done, Tyreek. Well done. Yeah. So with that, we really need to move back to yourself. Yes. And I've got the next one. Most improved. The awards of which you didn't really want as a kid because it meant you were a shit the year before. <laughs> <laughs> the most improved player. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got a few more names in this one. Um, so, yes, the nominees were uh, D. Ford, Stephen Nelson, Caro Santos, and Rakeen Nuches Roches. I can understand why you gave me that one now. and uh, yeah so the most improved player is D Ford D Ford yeah I can kind of agree with that yeah I um, yeah I might have gone in a different direction yeah who would you have gone with I don't know like I'd probably say Stevie Nelson but yeah you know, um, you know, there's not a disrespect to how Ford played in the first half of the year because, obviously, I don't think would have been, you know, with Houston being injured earlier this year, yeah. him stepping up was a, a huge thing for us. But, you know, that the cornerback situation was up in the air this year, losing mm-hmm. Sean Smith. Obviously, Philip Gaines has an injury history and proved again this year that he can't stay healthy. And obviously with Stevie Nelson not really playing much at all last year, um, for him to come in and nail down that nickel corner spot and look extremely comfortable doing so, uh, I thought that was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. You know, I, I would say probably D Ford, that's what you were hoping from D Ford. That's what we've been wanting D Ford to do. Whereas with Stevie Nelson, uh, for me, it was more of a pleasant surprise. So it's probably why I might have leaned in that direction a little bit more. Well, we'd said all along, didn't we, on these other podcasts that D Ford looked as though he was ready to break out the end of last season, the 2015 season. Um, and he's kind of excelled on that. He's kind of carried that on, hasn't he, uh, at the start of the 2016 season. Um, I think... Tom mentioned a stat beforehand, actually. With it, um, did D Ford have was it four sacks? Did you say in twenty fifteen? Yeah, two thousand fifteen. He had four sacks. What did he get in twenty sixteen? Ten in two thousand and sixteen. Um, so it, but it's a big. He, as Dave pointed out, he did get them all in the first half of the season. He didn't get a single sack from week ten. But and to also to help, not help Dave, but enhance Dave's point a little bit. He wasn't the only person that went in the direction of Stephen Nelson. This is actually a much closer version than the last mm. one. Uh, 24% went for Ricky Nunez-Roches. Uh, 9% went for Cairo Santos. 37.8% went for D Ford. And then 29% went for for Stephen Nelson. So it's so quite close then, yeah. Clo- it was a much closer vote than the other than the other last award. So, yeah, there was a case definitely to be made for Stephen Nelson. But I think D Ford made more of a noticeable impact because obviously he gets the stats. Yeah, I, th- I think if he'd have kept that pace up over the, the course of the entire season, 
Mm. I think, you know, that he would have been a lockdown for that and there wouldn't have been much of a debate, but just with the way he fell off and obviously, yeah, I just thought it was possibly. But yeah, no, i say no real But I mean, that, that's it. obviously, I think with that spread there, that's been a good, that's a bit, a good indicator that we've had some, a lot of players really step up this year. Oh, we? I mean, we always do. There's every year, the last, you know, two, three years, oh, basically since Reed and Dorsey have come in, Every yeah. year, there's always been at least one guy that surprised everyone. Where you, you know, you've gone, okay, you weren't expecting much, but, and you know, they're not been superstars, but they've just been above average players. And when you can get, when you've got guys on a cheap like that, and you know, mm. younger players, um, and they can come in and perform at, a, you know, a higher level than you're expecting, then um, yeah, it's always a bonus. And uh, yeah. yeah, as I say, we just happen to have had. You know, a few of them this year. Hmm. Well, well done, D Ford, for uh, for getting most improved player for the UK and Ireland fans. Um, who's next? Who's done the next one? What's uh, is it? Player is it next? The best player of twenty sixteen. Yeah, it certainly is. It's player of the year. Obviously, this is just on one individual play, one moment of brilliance. Oh, sorry, play the of the year. Right. Player okay. of the year. Yeah, yeah. Not, not player. Not player. No, that was why I was getting confused. No, um, the the nominations for this particular award were the Marcus Peters strip of Kelvin Benjamin in Carolina. And the punt. <laughs> yeah, and the punt, yeah. Um, Tyreek Hill punt return in Denver. The Eric Berry pick two in Atlanta. Ooh, a good category. The Travis Kelsey screen pass touchdown versus Denver. And Hungry Pig right. Oh man, how do you choose? Yeah, how <laughs> do so, you choose out all of those? <laughs> yeah, this Wait, um, hungry pig right, not bloated yes. Tebow pass. We're come to that. Okay. We'll come to that. <laughs> yeah, that. We're we're come to that. That's in a different. Oh, okay. That's in a different section. Um, we basically needed to get the two Dontari plays into right, this award, so he split up, did but you? we didn't want to put them in the same. We didn't want to put them in the same category. You did some sneaky. You're worse yeah. than the academy. <laughs> worse than the academy. Yeah. Sneaky, sneaky. I'm very, very sneaky, sir. Um, yeah, basically, the winner was the Eric Berry pick two in Atlanta. Yes. With 59% of the vote. Wow, wow that's, that's not as close as I thought it might have been. <laughs> no, yes. quite a lot. It turns out second was Hungry Pig Right, and then the other three all got similar amount of votes. I personally didn't vote for Hungry Pig Right or Eric Berry pick two. My player of the year, and it has been since it happened, was the Marcus Peters strip. Right, right, because okay. Fair, fair play. That was a game-changing, a season-changing play mm. that won us a game that we really had no right to win. And it's something you see... I know, obviously, Eric Berry pick two was extremely rare because it was the first time it ever happened. But in general, for, in general you don't see a cornerback strip a wide receiver like that in such a big moment and that was probably my favourite player, player yeah. Yeah, you no see, for I me think, I, yeah. I, I think the Eric Berry pick two was my I think I actually uh, would have chosen that myself actually because I think a lot of the Chiefs kingdom was all it was all about the emotions behind that wasn't it it was all about you know going back to Atlanta that kind of thing um, and and it it was the winning one for him and for the Chiefs yeah, see, I I read, I see it as a different 
I see it a different way. I don't. I, it's a great play, but I don't personally see it as technically or. Um, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to find the way to say it without trying to beat up on it because it was. Awesome, oh, it's, it's fantastic it, to watch and it's a fantastic moment. Yeah. But it's a horrible yeah. throw by Matt Ryan who doesn't need to throw it in that situation. And I say he has clean field in front of him. Um, I mean, I you know what? I can't actually remember what I voted for in this, this uh, <laughs> category. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure... They're all good players, though. Well, you see, I'm pretty sure, and I'd like to know where this is in the voting, I voted for the Tyreek Hill. Um, this is the okay. kickoff. From the free kick, isn't it? Against yes, yeah, Denver. With, because for me, that was a huge play. For Hill to come up with a play like that was just so crucial. I think mm. for us in that moment, as I say, and it didn't, I say, it didn't directly affect you know so late in the game or anything like a couple of the others did. Mm. But yeah, I I think that was like. You know that game especially that was the that was the key point in our season. I think. Yeah, I think I think all of them. You could argue that they all had a significant impact on on the game that they were. You know that when they happened. Um, you know, like you said, the, the the strip was was a key moment. The the Tyreek Hill return was a key moment. You know, and it was. Uh, it, how do you really pick out of all of those? Because. If you mentioned it in any conversation, you'd, say, you'd, you'd actually say, oh, yeah, that was my favourite play. And then you'd change your mind when somebody else says, yeah, well, what about this play? And you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's my favourite play as well. There was so there was so many. I, I think it was a difficult category to, to choose from that. I mean, yeah, I don't think many teams yeah. will have as difficult a time as we will going yeah. trying to sift through plays like that because we just had so many of them. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Well, yeah, well done. Uh, well, yeah, well done, Eric Berry. Eric Berry. For, uh, for, Eric Berry. for, uh, for getting that one. Um, what's the next category, actually? Let me have a look. Um, We're going to special teams. Am I doing this year. one? You are certainly I'm doing on this one. Yeah, alternate special teams. Alternate so, yeah, so the, the next category is the special teams player of the year. And the nominees were Dustin Colquitt, Eric Murray, Cairo Santos, and Tyreek Hill, and <laughs> I think I think we're all going to know who this is, aren't we? Uh, and the winner is Tyreek Hill. Um, apparently, he's got eighty-four percent of the votes on this. That's that's another big win for Tyreek Hill, there, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's yeah. not shocking. This one, I say, it's not, is it? <laughs> usually, an award like this, it's you know, unless you know your kickers kicked 40 straight field goals without missing one or something like that. Yeah. It's unlikely to be very close when you've got a guy like Hill returning punts and kicks on the well, regular. He's, so he's, yeah. he's just been awesome, hasn't he, with those returns and kickoffs and all sorts I of things. say, thing. you got discussed. I don't think we need to discuss it too much more. No, I don't think we do. <laughs> I think it was, but, uh, yeah, it was nailed on that one, wasn't he's it? He's a pretty special player. Yeah. Right, Tom, next one, please. The next one, we get into the biggies now. We've got the four biggies. This first one, Offensive Player of the Year. And the nominees are Tyreek Hill, Mitchell Schwartz, Spencer Ware, and Travis Kelsey. Ooh. 
and the winner is insert drum roll here Travis Kelsey oh nice one good yeah. I was hoping yes. for that yeah um, yeah I f- Tyreek Hill deserves the two awards that he has won so far yeah. not that he care yeah uh, but <laughs> he definitely deserves the two awards he's won so far but the offence this year was Travis yeah. Kelsey and he had to win it. He had a career year. He had was arguably the best tight end in football this season. I don't season. think it's arguably. He, he he was the best tight yeah, end we, in football he this was year. The best. You know, he is exactly. the best tight end in football that's currently healthy and playing on the regular. You know, apart from that guy we shall not name that plays up in the northeast. But yeah. <laughs> Other than that guy. Shearer. <laughs> Um, Not that northeast, uh, the other northeast. Yeah, I think uh, I think I can agree with that. I think uh, not just through his um, his touchdowns and his catching abilities and things like that, but I think we mentioned it in other podcasts. It was his blocking, wasn't it? As well. Yeah, Yeah, massive, massive. That's really come on strong this year. Yeah. I just think, yeah, he's the he's the complete tight end. You know, he's he's good in the run game. He's not afraid to catch the ball over the middle. You know, he can stretch the field as well. Um, his route running's fantastic for a tight end as well. It's fast as well, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. He's just the complete player, and um, it's yeah. I say to have him locked down on a long term contract as well. That's turned out to be a really yeah. smart piece of business. Now, you know, signing him to the deal we did a year before he has a massive breakout that could turn out to be a you know a steal for us um yeah so yeah he just yeah well deserved for for Kelsey and this year do you not think he brings a bit of um the x factor like a bit of star power as it were to the team because he is he is a league superstar oh, he's one he's, of those guys a, that gets people talking like maybe not always for the right reasons but I guarantee, like, if you're asking people around the league to name a guy on the Chiefs that, you know, they are potentially not wanting to face. And I guarantee pretty much every team in the NFL will say that, you know, Travis Kelsey, he's the, yeah. he's the guy they least want to face because he is a matchup nightmare. And yeah, as I say, he's just, he's got that that brash personality I think it, yeah. it rubs some people up the wrong way I personally I love it because I think you need to have guys like that on your team um, he's definitely and, yeah. a swagger player as I like to call him he's, he's got that swagger when you know when he goes onto the field he's he, he's going to intimidate his opponents because he has that belief in himself he has that swagger he has that you know that, that kind of edge to him doesn't he? he he wouldn't be out of place in like like the Arsenal and Man United teams of the early 2000s <laughs> you know yeah. they, they walked around with swagger they they beat teams in the tunnel before they even yeah. walked out onto the pitch and that's the type of like aura it seems that he gets he knows he's better than anyone he's gonna, who's going to line up opposite yeah. him and he's got that swagger and when he does produce he lets everyone know that he produces because his celebrations are godlike as well yeah I was going to say that's another you know those dances man just that <laughs> <laughs> he needs to get in the end zone a little bit more next year because what he only scored f- five TDs this year I think it was 
So we could do something like that, wasn't it? It was quite surprising, yeah. Touchdown dances next year, please. Yeah. Although his one on Sunday was probably the lamest of the season. I know he's the whole. I mean, it's you know, save the lamest dance for the lamest game of the season. So (laughs) literally the game that no one cares about. The skill challenges were more fun. Although let's not talk about the dodgeball because didn't he get MVP in the um, in in the. The uh, I wouldn't use dodgeball then in the, in the no, pro the ball. and he only did like ball, yeah. it was only twenty nine yards he ran and he won TD. Oh, I mean it was a dreadful <laughs> game, but that's I mean that's what happens when you have like you know the something like the twelfth and the seventeenth best quarterbacks in the NFL starting for yeah. the yeah. AFC. Uh, you know most of the best players were not necessarily there, so yeah. Um. But yeah, let's not talk about the Pro Bowl, please. Oh, it's a pointless game. I don't really care. <laughs> Sorry, my fault. My <laughs> bad. My bad. Although it was quite nice. Um, I don't know if you see all the, saw the clip uh, where I think Reed was speaking to the TV guys and um, he just caught, called the touchdown. Uh, literally, he was like, "I'm gonna like you're gonna like this play. I'm gonna score here." <laughs> literally, next play, it was score. It was just like, "Yeah, okay." Can, can like the interview him more next season? Like every play. Yeah. <laughs> a few more of them, please. That'd be good. Um, right, I think we'll move on to the next category, actually. Um, it's the Defensive Player of the Year, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. It certainly is. Good. Uh, so, yeah, the Defensive Player of the Year nominees are Eric Berry, Marcus Peters, D. Ford, and Chris Jones. Now, I'm interested in this category because... I, I do like my defensive players. I, I like I like the cornerback situations, you know, the positions and things. Um, and the winner on this one is Eric Berry with sixty nine percent. Wow! Yeah, that's, that's uh, higher than I thought it would be. Again, again, yeah. This this one turned out to be a bit of a landslide. Um, despite winning most improved player, D four didn't get a single vote on this Not one. Not shocked. Uh, Chris Chris Jones. He got 2.7%. Marcus Peters, 28.8%. And then Eric Berry, um, like Brad said, took 68.5%. I would say Chris See, Jones should have more been more than about Peters. Peters having as yeah. low a percentage of the vote as that. I, I just think it, it's one of those... You, like with Marcus Peters this year, they, you didn't really talk about him much, but it's one of those positions, a bit like tackle, mm. where you don't want to hear their names. Yeah. Um, if the less you hear their names, the better they're playing, and I think that was the case. Well, with, what was the stat? With it was like he didn't allow a single hundred-yard game against an opponent's number one receiver, and that's despite facing guys like Julio Jones, Antonio Brown, um, <laughs> oh, you know, uh, Calvin Benjamin, you know, the two Denver receivers. Cooper and Crabtree in Oakland, um, you know, just the number of guys he faced, and yeah, just a ridiculous stat about him not allowing, and just is, it was just that... the overall stats. It wasn't even the fact that he didn't allow hundred yards. It was like, yeah, you know, hold, holding guys to like two, three catches at most. But isn't that like uh, opposite teams? The opposite QBs are always going to be moving away from him. They're not going to be going towards Peters all the time because they know he's a ball hawk, don't they? Oh well, yeah, but that's what I mean. That just shows how good he ha- he has been this year. Yeah. Because you know, last year it was 
you know, he generated a few more turnovers. Well, he had eight picks last year as opposed to five this year. But he also got beat an awful lot more. And it's like, mm. yeah, you expect that with a rookie. It's, he's not going to be, you know, perfect straight away. But just how how quickly he's improved is, yeah. for me, just ridiculous. Like, to have a second-year cornerback playing at the level that he is is just fantastic. And as I say, like I I think you can literally line him up against anyone in the NFL and I wouldn't even worry about it. And to say that about a guy who's been playing in the league two years, you, you don't get to say that very often. Yeah. And, I'd um, certainly like another Marcus Peters opposite him as well. What about the winner, though? Eric Berry. I mean, he's marshaled that team, hasn't he? Yeah, he's he's the heart and soul of that defense, um, and you know you know I can see why he's won it. Um, yeah. You know he he drives that team, he pulls guys through, and you know adding on to that, he's made you know two or three huge plays this year, mm. and you know he probably single handedly won us that game in Atlanta. Um, yeah. You know, another big crucial pick six in Carolina as well. Um, and just a couple of times where he comes down and sets the tone, you know, coming up in run support and just laying guys out. And it's just like... Well, I was about to g- mention one there. Yeah, there was one of my favourites there was actually against the Steelers. Um, and Le'Veon Bell was, was running behind the obviously the, the the scrimmage line and doing his delayed run kind of thing. And then he, he almost co- like stuck his head out kind of thing down the left. And Eric Berry was there. He was there. It was like out of Norway, just, just took Le'Veon Bell out. Um, I mean, his vision really, I mean, reading the game and to come from that far back to realize that Le'Veon Bell is going to be cutting this way. Um, for me, that, that, that was a big moment. I know we lost the game, but for me, it just showed the class in Eric Berry, just just how he can just visualise what's coming next. Well, guys, I don't want to talk too much about Eric Berry yet because, spoiler alert, we'll be talking about him a little bit more <laughs> <laughs> soon enough. Um, so I'm going to play Dad here. Come on then, Dad, boys. come on. We're moving on. Okay. Yeah. What's the next category then, Tom? You see, I had, a, I had a little hunch about this, which is why I didn't want to go into too much depth about yeah. it. Yeah. I'm sitting here thinking, shut up. Which is, <laughs> I mean, as I'm sure if you want to go ahead and announce now the team MVP. Do you want to do that now? Yeah, we might as well. Yeah, let's might, do it we now. Might as well do like, that. We put might the category well. up. And Chiefs MVP. The 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 nominees were Marcus Peters, uh, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kerry, Travis Kelsey, and Eric Berry. And unsurprisingly, who won? <laughs> yeah, Tom, Eric tell Berry. us who 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 won. Who won? Uh, the suspense um, is killing me. So I, it, 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 I can't spell it. <laughs> can't do can't anything, do anything mate, can um, you? No. So shocked at Eric the result. Berry. Eric Berry, what was the percentage? Uh, 57%. Travis Kelsey came second with 20%. Again, that's high, isn't it? And Tyreek Hill was third. Marcus Peters only got 1.5% of the vote. Wow. 
but yeah, uh, Eric Berry, he was always going to yeah, win. Yeah, I mean, Chiefs, yeah. Uh, that, that's kind of was why I was probably trumpeting a little bit more for Peters for Defensive Player of the Year, mm. you know, because I think it was sort of, you know, I think the obvious thing that Berry would be the MVP just yeah. because of, as I say, not just his defensive play, but just how he rallies this team and how he pulls everything together. You know, yeah. it's not you know you're not just relying on on him as a defensive player, but he's a leader and he is the guy that you know most of the most of the players look up to. You know, yeah. when heads drop, he's always the guy to, that gets players going again. And you know, when you see stuff in the locker room after games, he's always the one that you know, guys to turn to and the the mm. coaches turn to. Um, I mean, the funny thing is as well is the we actually took those results in before even we knew he actually got signed anyway. And to 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 yeah. give that for the fans to give that award to somebody who may or may not have been um, a chief, I think that was I think that's brilliant. I think that speaks volumes. Um, but now, yeah. obviously, we know he's 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 basically going to be a chief for life for the six year deal, isn't he? So. Um, we've gone through the reasons I think in, the, in his previous award that he's got um, just amazing amazing season from him um, the last yeah. two seasons have been brilliant really and he's we've said it before and we'll say it again he's the glue he's the glue isn't he he's, he's the yeah 100%. he's the uh, he's the leader that we needed and, and that's why we're paying the money for him but yeah I totally agree with that result I, I think that's a brilliant result fantastic well as we're on the subject of Eric Berry, he's won three awards. I've stolen your job here, Brad. I've just yeah, realized. yeah. No, um, no, crack on there. He's, yeah, he's yeah. He, 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 yeah, I quite like this. <laughs> um, he's won three awards. Will he make it four? Because he is also nominated in Moment of the Year, which is which was the award I was most look looking forward to presenting. Um, no, no, I think you, I think you'll have to because I haven't got the stats. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> you'd have to do it anyway, mate. So crack on. Because <laughs> um, this season has been a season of many great moments. Okay, it didn't end the way we wanted it to, but all five of these moments will live with us for a very, very, very long time. Um, except one of them for me, because my girlfriend was in labour during one of them, and I never got to see it. <laughs> but anyways the, no, the nominees for moment of the year are the comeback win versus the Chargers the doink Eric Berry in Atlanta sealing the AFC West and bloated Tebow pass oh right, I'm going to ask you who you think should have won then I'm going to tell you because it was by th- Far and away, the closest of all of the categories. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm talking one point... No, sorry. In total, there is 2.7% between fourth and really? first. Wow. That's how close it was. <laughs> that is close. <laughs> Holy shit. So what? No, no one thing got more than about 25%, basically. Yeah. So I'll tell you what was fifth. Fifth was the comeback win versus the I Chargers. I thought that might be the case. Yeah. yeah. Okay, as good as a game that was, and I think because it was so far away, it was such a big comeback. Yeah. But 
it doesn't come close to these other 15 minute no, game wasn't it that one it was the fourth quarter doesn't. game that one yeah so, that, that, that game was so forgettable for so long <laughs> yeah. 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 right in tied for third tied with 21 whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought you were, I thought you were going to get our oh yeah of course yeah oh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go I'm going to go doink that, that, that was probably one of my favourites I think the the the, the whole build-up to that moment, it, it was a big release. I would say the doink, the doink for. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Brad here because, as much fun as bloated Tebow pass was, <laughs> as much fun as that was to watch, that was just like, you know, that was a game we'd already won, and it was just it was a, a fun Christmas moment. Present, yeah, it mm. wasn't like a, this is a defining moment of our season. It was like, yeah, this is a cool thing we've done in a game that we've won. And yeah, it's against our rivals. Whereas that that doink, just you know, especially for us, you know, foreign supporters, you know, staying up to watch the game late. It was what was it twenty past something five? ridiculous <laughs> like that. Yeah. You've gone to overtime after we've been eight points down, scored the touchdown, it was our two point reward, ver- conversion it? to tie it. Then, obviously, Denver have this long field goal attempt, right, you know, to possibly win it. And you're just like, surely they can't do it. They don't do it. And all of a sudden, you're thinking, wow, we might actually do this. And then you see the you see the ball go up on the field goal. And I literally started to put my head in my hands because it looked for all the world like the moment it left his foot that he'd missed it. And even hearing, even seeing it dunk off the the goalpost, it was like, <laughs> I have got no idea dunk. what's just happened dunk. there. So until that ref put his hands up, I was just like, what on earth has just happened? I was just like, have I just stayed up <laughs> to watch that? <laughs> and then when he put well, his that, hands up, just the After the that build-up from Dave, after that build-up from Dave there, it's going to be third, isn't it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's usually the way. It'll be fourth. It won't even be third or fourth. <laughs> it's going to be third. Okay. Okay, right. Tied for, tied for third with 21.6% of the vote each. You have sealing the AFC West. Okay. Not surprised about that one. And bloated Tebow Ooh, pass. Oh, it is down to the two. They're, they're tied third. So it's down to Eric Berry and Atlanta. It's actually quite exciting because I have make... no idea. <laughs> Neither do I actually. I have no idea. Right? Uh, Eric Berry in Atlanta. Um, it would make it four awards for Eric Berry tonight, or will it be the doink? We need to give the little Brazilian an award. Yeah, we've got to give him one. One of we? them, one of them got twenty three percent, and one of them got twenty four point three percent. So what's that? A few votes at most. <laughs> what a couple of one or two <laughs> votes. What's Sorry? that like? One or two votes. Yeah, it's not it's not a lot. We only had ten people vote, no. <laughs> um, that was five of them. No, I was five of them. <laughs> <laughs> right, do you know what I'm doing right now? I'm going onto YouTube. Oh no. And I'm no. gonna I'm gonna No do you're it. not. I'm gonna do it. What are you gonna do? I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Thirty four yard attempt. Off the upright and in and in, unbelievable game winner, Kansas City. 
That's right. With 24.3% of the vote, the doink is the moment of the year. That makes me yeah. feel so much better. Six, 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 I didn't six, just go on about this moment and build it up for it to come second. <laughs> to come second. I was like, if I built this up and it comes second, I'm going to look like a right idiot. For the UK Chiefs fans who stayed up till God knows what time in the morning. I, I still don't know what time it was. Oh, six um, o'clock, I think, before I got to oh, sleep. Oh, it was ridiculous time, wasn't and it? And then I was up um, 30 minutes later. And to see that happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, th- I think it was... It was all energy was released as soon as you heard that 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 doink, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we don't traditionally we don't win games like that. <laughs> no, we no, we have a games. history, especially recently, yeah. of losing those key games and like, you know, just with like the Denver game on prime time last year, you know, with the Charles fumble after it looked for all the world like we were going to oh, win that game yeah. and then have it ripped away from us right. Thanks at the for end. reminding me, mate. Just, just to have it flip on its head like that, and just you know finally do it. It was just such a relief, as I say, and it was <laughs> exhausting. That is literally the most exhausting game of football I have watched in a long, long. Well, even time. Andy Reid looked exhausted at the end. I don't even think he actually thought it was going. It went in. Didn't well, he? he thought he missed. You'd see him turn around and say, "One of the coaches." I thought he missed it, and I was just like, <laughs> yeah. "Well, so did we all." Um, because you see, I enjoyed the reaction of um, Dust, Dustin Colbert yeah. and Cairo Santos. They were polar opposites. You had Cairo Santos who had his hands up in the air for it good, and he just had Dustin Colbert who's just head in hands, looking at the ground, <laughs> yeah. thinking, "What the hell?" Well, that was the thing. How did Sa- we Santos this tweeted, up? <laughs> tweeted that picture afterwards, didn't he? And just said, "Sorry, Dustin, forgot to call bank. <laughs> forgot to call the bank shop." So yeah, just like, fair play. As as a basketball player, I fully appreciate. Yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, as I say, just oh, that. I mean, that game itself. That is probably. I would say probably because uh, I'd say maybe other than the Houston playoff game from last year, to finally get over that hurdle, because obviously in my lifetime of supporting the Chiefs, I'd never seen us win a playoff game. But I'd probably say, other than that Houston game, that is probably, I think, the best Chiefs game I've ever watched. Yeah. It yeah. was just I, unreal. I, it had everything. Yeah, as a whole game, uh, definitely. Not necessarily the best performance ever by a Chiefs oh, team. Oh, no, but certainly so not. As a, as a game, and obviously going the way that we, we wanted it to as well, Um yeah, it was one of those games that you just did not want to lose. That was a sickener for the Broncos. And um, it affected them down the stretch, I, I fully believe. Um, oh, yeah. I think that, as I say, when I was talking about the, the Hill punt return earlier, it was like, mm. for me, that game defined both team seasons. We kicked on from that point and Denver sort of fell apart from that point. And I think it was apparently, you know, obvious that, for me at least, that that was the game that sort of, you know, determined the fortunes of both teams for the rest of the season. Um, I really enjoyed the way we did the awards this year. It was it was nice to be able to do it on a form and then do it into a podcast. It's great that we can bring the results to, to the people. But um, next year we'll have more... The people. Yeah, the people. Yeah. Uh, next year we'll have more awards, I'm sure. And um, maybe we get some of the, you guys involved... 
maybe next year we'll be able to get a player on uh, or someone else to help us present them. That maybe, would be good. That would be good. Maybe we can actually have an award next year. Or I was thinking that, yeah. Maybe we just like send somebody over, like, I don't know, me. <laughs> yeah, just you. Yeah. <laughs> Hand out these awards at uh, Chief's training camp, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm happy to do it. I'm all happy on, to do it. All on the Arrowhead's Abroad account, yeah? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put it on my tab. <laughs> Which, by, by the way, the Arrowhead's Abroad bank account currently stands at £17.82p. So we're doing yes. well. Yes. We're doing well. Yes. Not bad for a not-for-profit organisation. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag taking over the world, yeah. yeah. Um, excellent. No, I'm really, really happy with all those. Uh, in fact, all of those results. Um, I, I think, like we said, the the, the fans have, have really taken notice of what the players have done this season. Um, it's it's just brilliant to see, really. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant show. Brilliant awards. Um, right, okay, moving on. We're going to be looking at some of your questions. Um, the questions this week, we've got some <laughs> we've got some funny ones that we've uh, we've had as well. Um, the first one uh, is from Sam Matthews. Who's the better quarterback, Paul or Logan? Our new Benny Logan that's just been signed. Um, <laughs> yeah, Paul or Logan. Um, better quarterback. <laughs> better quarterback. Um, Dontari <laughs> Poe. Um, yeah, we've not really seen Logan do anything no, like that. He's got perfect QBR, hasn't he? So it's got to be Dontari Poe. In terms of better defensive tackle, um, ask me next year. If yeah. Our, if our run defence um, improves drastically like everyone's saying it's going to with having Benny Logan there, then... Yeah, he's going to be one hell of a fit because obviously we've got the other defensive tackles that can pass rush. We've got Alan Bailey, we've got Jay Howard, we've got Chris Jones, uh, Raheem Nunez, Roches. We've got an abundance of pass rushing linemen yeah. as well as Justin Houston, Tumba Harley, D Ford. Um, so yeah, if Benny Logan can sort out that run defense, then boy. Well, this was the this oh. was the thing, wasn't it? I mean, last season, how how open did we look when um, when DJ went down? Oh yeah, he's he's our number one, a run defender. Um, yeah, he has been since forever. It seems like um, he's the one that stuffs the gaps. So, but to for ha- to be for him to be able to do that, you still need a presence up front. And if you can mm-hmm. have DJ behind a great run stuffer, then then you're laughing. It was on last week's show that um, Dave mentioned signing Brandon Williams. Um, yeah, yeah, as a possibility. But this looks like it might have just been a a cheaper option for a not as well-known player but seems a very good player as well and um, I'm excited for Benny to be be a Kansas City Chief obviously yeah. my best GM voice I th- well yeah exactly that's the thing I mean um, there's been a few things floating around a few videos floating around obviously when whenever the Chiefs sign somebody like this you see a lot of this on Twitter don't you with all the new player highlights and stuff like that but from what I saw of Benny Logan, he he very much bulldozes uh, an offensive line, and that's the kind of thing what you were kind of mentioning before, wasn't it? It it, it, it stuffs the run, shuts it down, and he also kind of stops the, the the quarterback from stepping up in the pocket. Yeah. Which and it's another key thing that we kind of missed last year as well. So I'm I'm quite excited by that. It's another it's another Dorsey bargain special, isn't it? That he's done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the guy, seeing seeing what he can do. Um, obviously, the, 
the big thing, the big talking point at the minute is Dontari Poe, where will he end up? Um, I think it's clear now after signing Logan, I think Poe's definitely on his way somewhere. Um, I think he's, he's got a choice of teams at the minute though, hasn't he? He's got yeah. far too many choices of teams to go to. I, I um, wanted to stay out, stay out the AFC. Just yeah. go to Atlanta. Just go 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 with Scott Pioli again. I don't mind. Just yeah. just just stay out of the AFC, please, Dontari. I, I don't want you I, scoring touchdowns against us. I just got this funny feeling he's going to be a Raider. You know. No. No. I know. I don't. I, I don't want to say it, no. but um, I just had that funny feeling. I don't know. Um, but hopefully not. Like you said, hopefully he goes, goes up the uh, the NFC side. Um, and we still have those memories of Poe. Those amazing memories of Poe. <laughs> We're not having another obituary episode. Come on, yeah. Matt. Yeah, another, another funeral episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's have a look. What else? What are the questions we got as well? Uh with free agency about uh, who, where would you sign first, a running back or a wide receiver? I think we mentioned this before, haven't we, in other ones? In free agency? In free uh, agency, yeah. Sorry to whoever sent this question in. Um, it was Dan Gamble. Ah, so, Dan. Dan. Sorry, Gamble. Dan. I wouldn't sign anyone. Um, wide receiver, we're pretty set at the moment. We, yeah. There's no one we can bring in that we're gonna to have to pay money that's gonna make us any better at wide receiver and at running back. There are a ton of running backs which we will get to in the draft. And um, yeah, our, our next big running back is coming through the draft. Unless yeah. of course we can get Jamal Charles back on the cheap, but that's not gonna happen. So yeah, um, sorry Dan. Yeah. No one. Well, well, that leads that leads me to another thing about um, briefly about Jamal Charles because. I thought he was going to go to Seahawks. Apparently, the Seahawks had just signed Eddie Lacy uh, from the Packers. So, is Charles going to come back? That's my hope. Um, is he going to get signed on the cheap? You think? No. I, um, no. <laughs> no. No. Someone's going to pay for him. He's not obviously going. He's not getting week one money. Uh, for no. But we discussed last week. He's not going. He was never going to get week one money. Um, but with Logan signing now. We've barely got enough money to pay our rookies. Yeah. So um, unless there's some action going on between now and then, or we miss out completely on running backs in the draft, and Jamal is still sitting there, and yeah. he's somehow managed to prove his fitness, um, we we might get him back on the cheap. But if I'm being honest, no, Jamal Charles isn't coming back, and Jamal Charles will still end up at a good team. Um, I'm still holding the faith. <laughs> yeah. I want him to come back. Like, I want him to, even for a year. Like New York Giants would be a good fit for him. I know they're a bit cash yeah. up, but um, why not go to a team that's very pass heavy and then yeah. you can just be the change up guy out of the backfield. Yeah, yeah, New York Giants. I'd be happy of him to go there. Um, like I said before, anywhere other than Broncos or Raiders, really. Um, yeah, but it, it looks as though they're not really even having a, having a sniff, really. I are they? I don't. I don't think they were ever in on him personally. No. They've they've got other problems and we've discussed yeah. their problems a million times, but this running back isn't one of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You actually got a good question, didn't you, on on other AFC West teams? I did, but I'm trying to find it now. Uh, where is it? Have you got it there? Yeah, I've got it here. It was Corey Go Jones. On, you read it out then, mate. Corey Jones that sent it in. Um, if we could pick one AFC West team that we could sweep from now until we die. Which one would we pick? Broncos. 
Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Absolutely Broncos. Definitely the Broncos. No, I, um, we briefly touched on this before, I think. Um, the Broncos for me, I know, I know a, lot of, a lot of us are expecting us to say Raiders um, because of the, such a long history that we've had with the Raiders. But the Broncos, um, and I said this to you before, didn't I, Tom? The, the, the Broncos, with their newfound success, they, this, this modern-day success that they've had, I don't know, the, the rivalry just seems a bit more, in, more intense, yeah. a bit more, um, yeah, just, just on-the-moment rivalry at the minute. You know? Um, I know we had the Raiders and the Chiefs kind of rivalry last season, which was great because it kind of stirred up a, you know, like an old, an old history uh, between us. But yeah, the Broncos for me, um, I I would love to beat them every week. Do you know why I beat the Broncos? I just why? hate John Elway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, He's got one of those faces, hasn't he? He's got a horse face. <laughs> I, I don't like him. If there's any new Chiefs fans here, they don't really know much about John Elway just google his face yeah it's horsey and 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 I don't want to like bring it up really I suppose but that that thing what he said this one's for Pat yeah just I was like no man that's just cheese (laughs) that was just cheese he looks like he should be running in the gold cup on Friday Um, (laughs) he's just got a horse face I'm yeah. sorry. I'm yeah. sorry if anyone out there looks like a horse, but uh, <laughs> or really likes horses. Or knowingly looks like yeah. a horse. Yeah. His his name's John Elway. He looks like a horse, and he plays for the Broncos. He's just a horsey. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Well, I'm sorry. We, we, <laughs> we, we kind of got a yeah. We kind of got a, a taste of of what it would be like to beat the Broncos uh, in a full season, uh, mm. sweeping them, uh, yeah. which was great. Really enjoyed that. Um, and and how we did it as well. So, yeah, for me, it's the Broncos. It's got to be the Broncos. Yeah. It's yeah. got to be. Uh, I'd love to beat them every, every time we play them. Good question, um, Yeah, exactly. I don't think there's any more questions, is there? Is there any more? No. 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 We've got plenty of draft questions. Um, and yeah. We will, we will get to them. Um, we've still got five or six weeks until the draft is here. So, um after this week free agency really dies down and then we can crack straight on with draft talk so keep your draft questions coming mm. we will get to them 100% exactly yeah so thank and, you for everyone that sent one it in. gives us time to spruce up yeah. <laughs> on the yeah. players available yeah. um, there's a few out there that I've that I've been told are, are, you know excellent players and there's a few that I've got my eye on as well that I've been looking at some of the highlight footage and things um, but nobody's really jumping out yet that I think the Chiefs could get with a 27th pick. Before, um, you, but, um, before you carry on, Brad, and doing highlight videos, can I just tell you one thing? If you went onto YouTube and typed in Nicholas Bentner, he would have a cracking <laughs> highlight video. Are you relating it to Arsenal again? No, no well, I'm just saying. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm merely managing expectations. Okay. Oh man, it's the if it's the Arsenal I, Arsenal fans abroad. Okay. If, <laughs> if if I wanted to, I could make a cracking highlight video of me playing football. But the truth is, I am rubbish. So <laughs> don't please don't become a, that guy, Brad. Don't become no, a no, highlight video. No, no, YouTube. no, no. Yeah, because because I'd be going, yeah, I like the look of him, and yeah. it'd be like every single player, be like, oh no, he's brilliant, him, even yeah. like the seventh round pick, you know. 
<laughs> I'm sure Jonathan Baldwin's got cracking tape from college, yeah. but like, look what he did when he was a pro. Yeah, no, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be that kind of guy that's going to be going. Oh, yeah, no, I liked him. I've seen a highlight video of him. He's brilliant. Yeah. He's excellent. You know, um, done one good thing, and then it's like repeated from different different camera angles. No, it's not, no, it's. I, I know what it's like. It's not me. It's not me. Um, but no, you're right. It, it's it's few weeks away, so we, we'll obviously keep those those questions for yeah. the obviously closer to the time for the draft. Um, but I think that's it for this week. No, it's it? not. No, it's not. No, I knew oh, you were going to say that. You've oh, forgotten no, something. You've yeah. forgotten something again, Brad. Are you on about the T-shirts? Oh, I am on about the T-shirts. <laughs> obviously, we've got a new line of T-shirts out. I'm not going to go into that. We've hounded you on Twitter and Facebook because it is about them. Um, but go buy one. But um, we've actually got a competition uh, well, we have had a competition running for the last week to anyone that subscribed to the show and left a review either on Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud or iTunes. Thank you to everyone that has um, done that. We really appreciate it, especially like the reviews, because it's great to hear that you guys are enjoying the show because we enjoy making them, if I'm if I'm being perfectly honest. I yeah, we have a laugh with it, don't we? Yeah, yeah. It's well, sometimes listening to you. Go on about <laughs> we do have words. the we do have the funeral kind of yeah. things as well now and again, don't we? We like you know players leaving and that, but <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it is good fun. So I'm just going to do the draw uh, on air whilst uh, to decide who is going to win the award. So random.org generate a number for me. It's number one. One. Yes, number one. Well, you got to do it again, haven't you? <laughs> number one Tom Chop no no uh, <laughs> number yeah. one is Sam Matthews uh, congratulations Sam. Sam Matthews yeah um, who's actually just ordered a t-shirt so he's getting two t-shirts now very nice <laughs> um, yeah congrats Sam uh, that well t-shirt done, Sam. will be on its way to you um, I'll, we'll obviously get in contact with you in the meantime uh, to let you know you've won and then yeah You've won a T-shirt. So he can choose his colour and everything, can he? He can. He could have and a even Brazil- a flag. Yeah, he could have a Brazilian style one if he wanted to. Sam could yeah, have let's a not go there. <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> yeah, no, um, congrats, Sam, and thank you to everyone that entered. We we will be having more competitions throughout the year. So um, as and when we do, we we let everyone know. Excellent, excellent. Well done, Sam. Nice one. Right then, it, that's it now, isn't it? It is. You that's can end it, it now. You can end right. It. right okay then well that's it for this week's podcast we hope you enjoyed the show don't forget you can download future podcasts from soundcloud and itunes and hit that subscribe button so the latest podcasts will appear ready for you as soon as they're uploaded so uh thanks so much for listening and again thanks to dave and tom for their views and obviously for help with the award show as well and we'll speak to you next week thanks a lot for listening goodbye Right, you ready? No. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> he said no. He's a tosser, <laughs> <laughs> He's loving this. <laughs> uh, just banter. <laughs>